0: So, of course, because he had a, a knife. So, of course, I freaked out. I was nine years old. And I, and I, I was afraid to leave. Because I thought he would, you know. So, I screamed. Wow. And, Rob, I think I screamed for hours. It might not have been, but no one came. And I was naked. Finally, someone came out and brought me a blanket. And then the police came and all that. But I sat there and screamed and screamed. And that's... The, actually, the title of the book, I screamed and what nobody came to help me. This is Life Transformation Radio. Prepare to engage. Seatbelt activated, activated. 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 download initiated. Initiate. Your quantum journey of transformation. Begins in
1: three, two, 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 1. Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hi, I'm Rob Actus, best-selling author of The Law of Action, voice actor, business mindset coach, the podcast whisperer, and Mr. Action himself. Here at Life Transformation Radio, we are committed to share more about real life, love, the power of positivity, romance, and of course, laughter. We care about helping others find their internal drive and purpose. We celebrate life's challenges and overcoming them. On the show, my guests are amazing people who are forces for good in the world around them, and they live a life of transformation. My guest today does just that. Today, Dr. Ellen Cutler and I embark on a deep exploration of dedication to serving others and the power of unwavering perseverance. Now. If you would like to gain insights into the profound impact of trauma on the brain and how it can shape both our emotional and physical well-being and discover how dr cutler's personal journey has intensified her commitment to helping others and never giving up this is the show for you she has a chiropractic degree and specializes in the use of desensitization of food and other sensitivities gentle detoxification and enzyme and nutritional therapies for chronic conditions that have perplexed the conventional medical establishment. Now she is a survivor of childhood sexual assault and she is committed to helping other survivors. She explains lasting effects of trauma as well as methods to help overcome its damaging effects. Dr. Cutler, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
0: It's great to be here. I'm so happy about this interview.
1: I know a lot of people get triggered about this, so we'll we'll just let you know there's a trigger warning today. We'll be talking about childhood sexual assault and other traumas that can happen, so you have been warned. So, you know, before we started recording, we talked about a little bit about childhood sexual assault and a lot of people don't survive. So, how you know unpeen, unpeel the onion a little bit and share what you would uh, be open to share to, to kind of just like set things up to talk about you know what happened and how you became a survivor.
0: Well, thank you. so it let me let me explain to you how all this evolved in being in discussing this openly now. So I had I was kidnapped when I was nine years old and molested and raped. And I was, you know, I was so young and the whole incident, I actually wrote about it, but I, like I was saying, haven't yet been able to share it publicly. This is probably the first time I'm doing this with you. Wow. So I never, the, 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 the biggest thing for me was my parents never talked to me about it at all. and. That's one of the things that is, you're scarred, I believe, for life, but you can overcome it like we talked about earlier. So I, ne- I never talked to anyone. And then I had a family who brought me over to the Bahamas to work on their whole family with my ECM work, which basically healed me of many things. And he started to talk about sexual abuse and how is one of the things, one of the areas that he gives a great amount of his time and money to is women who have been raped and sexually assaulted. And I had a little bit to drink and I think so I was a little uninhibited and I talked about it for the first time. It's wow. You can see it makes me a little emotional. Yeah, and we'd spend probably the whole night talking about it. And my husband was there, my second husband, who never knew anything about it. So he he was quite a bit shocked and didn't say a word. And we just talked for hours. And he said, "Ellen, Doctor Ellen, most women never survive." They never be, they're never successful. They have no motivation in life. They can't make a career. And look how successful you've been. You need to share this with the public. You need to write a book. And literally every day until I wrote this book, he texted me and emailed me. Okay, where's the book at? This is what I want you to do. I want you to buy a bottle of wine. I want you to go to the beach because I live near the beach. Drink that wine, and I want you to record everything for wow. a whole weekend and then have it, you know, transcribed. And I did exactly that, and I wrote this book, and it didn't stop until it was done. And I, in writing the book, what I realized what was most important is what I've developed in my ECM technique, it's a way of clearing or desensitizing to reactivities, which include things like foods, of course, and environmental toxins, etc. but emotional trauma also. Because talking about it is only one way of helping to heal it, but it's in your body. Yeah. And for me that's what really made the difference is I was able to clear everything related to it that my body was reacting to. And well, one of the things I also survived or also worked with was colitis. And believe it or not, a lot of the colitis, which is inflammation of the colon was related to the trauma. Of course.
1: Yeah. I've heard that a lot. Um, yes. First of all, my, my heart goes out to you. Um, I, I, I can't imagine. And I've come across many, many individuals, both male and female, that have been victims of sexual assault and um, unbelievably kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, people think that it's only in the movies and it, it actually happens. And it happened here in this country, didn't it happen in the United States? Yes.
0: I, I grew up in Queens and I lived... On the beach, Far Rockaway, New York, which is right on the beach. So right. the beach is public. So yeah. anybody can walk and come off the beach. Yep. And evidently this person, they never found the person, by the way, but evidently he saw me once and that's what occurred. I remembered all this stuff that I did once I started writing about it. I remembered everything, the color of his clothes, what he smelled like. The, what he said that I never, where he took me, because I didn't remember for a long time where I went, where he, he took me, right. and how long I was gone for. And so it was, so all of that is stuff that's buried in us subconsciously that needs to be cleared. And like we talked about, I, I've been working with people for 40 plus years. And yeah. everybody has some kind of trauma, and of, of for course. me it was I, everybody this. has. Yeah, everybody, yeah, exactly. you talked about stuff a bit, you know, but there's all trauma, you know. And yeah. you think, oh, it's not as much as this person, but it is for that person. And those are the things, these reactivities or these sensitivities, I call them, make us sick.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question. So, um, and you can share it or not, but. How did you get out of this situation? Did you escape or, you, or did he just let you go?
0: So what happened was I was, at a st- I was in a stairwell in an apartment building because I lived in an apartment complex. Right. And he said, you stay here. Don't leave. I want my son to come and be with you. So, of course, because he had a, a knife. So, of course, I freaked out. I was nine years old. And, I, and I, I was afraid to leave because I thought he would, you know. So I screamed. Wow. And Rob, I think I screamed for hours. It might not have been, but no one came. And I was naked. Finally, someone came out and brought me a blanket. And then the police came and all that. But I sat there and screamed and screamed. And that's the, actually the title of the book. I screamed and what nobody came to help me. Wow. But finally, somebody came out. And I don't know. And I was in another apartment because there were like a lot of different apartment buildings. And I was in another one that wasn't the, my apartment building. So, right. you know, and then I remember, please come. And I don't remember anything after that, but my parents never talked to me about it.
1: Never. Never. Just like it never happened.
0: Never happened. And that's what my father was like. Oh, Ellen, everything's going to be okay. Just, you know, let it go. Everything's going to be, life is fine. Everything's going to be great. A Jewish family, you know, everything's yeah. going to be fine. So I just suppressed it. And wonder why I got colitis.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing I, I wanted to um, explore with you. So while you're in this, and this is all happening to you, you're terrified. You're absolutely terrified. Terrified. What, what went through your mind and what were you feeling when you got a blanket and the police came and you knew that you were not in that space anymore?
0: I was embarrassed because I had no clothes on. Okay. And I was angry because the other part of the story is, Rob, my brother, I have a twin brother and we were both on the stairs when this man came and he said, looked at my, my brother and he said, you go get your father. I need to talk with him. And I, I have great intuition that I can say now because I realize it's true. My gut feeling was, don't leave me alone with this guy. So I spent, we literally four or five times saying to my brother, no, don't go, don't go. And he went anyway. And that's when it all happened. So I was angry at my brother because I yeah. knew that he, something was wrong. Isn't that amazing? I knew it. I felt yeah. it. Yeah. And, and talk about, and interesting, the woman that edited my book, she had a similar situation, which was interesting. And she felt the same thing from the person. It's like, and there's a book written about it. I just, I had read it a while ago about that, that we have that gut feeling.
1: Well, it's interesting because you talk about trust your gut. And then right. what happens with you is your gut's messed
0: up. <laughs> oh, right. That's good. <laughs> think about that. That's right. Like,
1: think about that. When wow. You, you know, that's right. you, didn't, that's- you didn't trust <laughs> your gut, at your body, and then your gut's messed up. Yes. Wow. That's interesting.
0: And I, after years and years, I approached my brother to finally just talk with him. And he said, no, no nothing happened. That's not true. <laughs> so he, either he repressed it totally right. or was embarrassed or upset. I don't know. To this day, I don't know.
1: That's, that's incredible. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you um, have survived. So the ECM system, what exactly is that?
0: <clears throat> the ECM system is an energetic method that I developed many, many years ago. When I was diagnosed with colitis, I had finished chiropractic school. And, of course, during chiropractic school, it was, I got worse with my symptoms, which were bloating and bowel problems. And, Rob, I could only live on one food, was grapes. That's all I could eat. Everything else just was torture for me wow. as far as my gut. And... Right. So after chiropractic school, I did a postgraduate class in orthopedics, and one of the mentors said to me, knew what I was going through, and he said, I believe that you are carbohydrate intolerant, and I think you should take a digestive enzyme, which is a full-spectrum enzyme that digests everything, but is very focused on carbohydrates. And at that time, Rob, nobody heard about digestive enzymes. It wasn't on the radar at all. So this is a new thing. So I took a digestive enzyme with every meal because I was a vegetarian. Now I'm a vegan, but then I was a vegetarian. And basically all I ate was carbs. <laughs> I didn't eat any protein. Right. So I took that enzyme and literally within two weeks, I never had a problem again to this day. Pretty amazing. So but not only did I notice my digestion was better, my hair was great, my skin, my hormones were better. I had more energy and more sexual libido. I mean, like, my whole life changed just by That's taking huge, these yeah. miracle enzymes. Pretty amazing. So every patient that came to see me, I had a chiro- regular chiropractic practice. I didn't care if they came with a headache, a sprain, low back pain, whatever. I gave them a digestive enzymes and I saw miracles. So that's my favorite supplement, the number one. Everybody needs a digestive enzyme. And I can explain that later. But then I realized there were some allergies or sensitivities that people had, like emotional stuff right. or other foods that didn't get cleared with the enzymes. So I, using muscle testing, I started testing muscle, testing for different and uh, food, food sensitivities, whatever. And then... I realized that my brain doesn't hold as much as maybe a computer. So I traveled all over the world literally to find some instrument that would help me take the place of muscle testing so I can test all kinds of different items. Right. So I found I, I went through many different ones and I found one that I use now and created the ECM method. So it's an I create an energetic twin of a person. I look at all the different sensitivities. So let's say you came in to see me and you have chronic fatigue. Everybody is different. The cause of the chronic fatigue is very different for every single person. It's not one thing that works. Not one supplement. So I look at everything. So if you came in with chronic fatigue, which I'm sure you don't have, you don't seem like you do. I have chronic
1: have I have chronic action mov- movement. Yeah. That's right. Chronic energy.
0: AD, <laughs> ADD, which I think you mentioned to me. Oh,
1: so I, I do. Look at, yes, right, yes. And
0: it could be foods. It could be emotions. It could be toxins. It could be genetics. It could be neurotransmitters. If you saw my library of things to test, I create this energetic twin that I interact with utilizing this machine and I do it directly with someone in here and I do it indirectly with people via Zoom it's it's incredible wow. so I get to the root of what's going on and in doing that I help them detox I recommend enzymes and I test what supplements they need or if I am I believe people don't need to take all these supplements we're not meant for that yeah just taking a digestive enzyme optimizes your nutrition and what you eat that's well, it's all you, know, you need.
1: Enzymes are so powerful. I mean, it sounds funny. First of all. Thank you. I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing to me how I know a few people in my life that eat whatever they eat, and then they get sick, and they don't feel good, and then they go back and eat it again. And they're like, I don't feel good. <laughs> they just, I'm like... Have you ever thought to not eat that particular food? That just seems like the right thing to do. But in regards to enzymes, they're so powerful. Um, I don't like a lot of chemicals. And, you know, uh, especially women, they are very sensitive to chemicals. And, you know, I love sitting in a hot tub with our, our friends. And, and we don't have any chemicals in the hot tub. We use uh, enzymes. And it just kind of eats itself up. And I have the cleanest... You know velvety, smooth water where no one is itching or no one is having any upset, and people want to hang out longer it's a It's a cool yeah. thing, and you know enzymes are so powerful I mean they use them to eradicate I used to have a cat and you use enzymes when it would spray and so it makes a lot of sense to use enzymes in your body to get rid of toxins and bad stuff
0: absolutely, definitely, and most people. I would say 80 to 90% of people have food sensitivities. And that's the first thing I always check when I do my evaluation to look at foods because what's at the end of your fork sometimes is what's making you ill. <laughs> and taking a digestive enzyme, full-spectrum digestive enzyme, before you eat can eliminate maybe half or even more of those sensitivities. That's why it makes such a huge difference in someone's health issues. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. You
1: know, that's the new thing is people are um, doing blood work to see what food works and what food doesn't work. And a lot of testing, because there's a lot of food out there and people are putting themselves on different diets. Like, hey, I'm on the vegan diet. Well, that may not be the diet for you. Exactly. That's you why know, I I'm on the, car- you. The, the carnivore diet. That may not be the diet for you. Absolutely. You know, um, I think that that our our diets and i'm not saying a lose weight diet but the the food that we ingest is very individual for different people you know exactly. i i i like what i like and i don't like other stuff and i know my body is very dialed in of what i like i love steak i love meat and i also don't eat it very often because i don't want it very often yeah, right. so um, love fruit like, I can never get enough fruit um, if there's a banana. If, there's a, if I'm visiting your house, um, <laughs> Dr. Ellen, I'm going to ask for that banana because <laughs> I cannot get enough bananas. I love bananas. I have bananas all the time. Love grapes and uh, drink a ton of water, a Good. ton of water. Right. And it's interesting because I just do, like, I, I was, it's interesting. I find that fascinating because I was thinking the other day, why do I pick what I want to eat? What, what moves me to pick what I want to eat? And it's very specific stuff. Like, I don't like this. I like that. I like this. I don't like that. I wonder if there's a subconscious way, you know, I don't, I have a really strong stomach. Um, you know, I remember being in college and um, living, living, you know, in this crazy, scary, sketchy neighborhood. And I was a broke college kid. And, you know, you leave food out. You would eat whatever you could find, um, leftovers. How long they've been in there? I never got sick. Like I, I have a really strong stomach, and other people are like so fragile right. um, with their right. with their stomachs. And uh, I feel very blessed about that because. Um, but I do know that you know IBS is 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 very common, and you know that's directly associated with. Um, emotional trauma. And then Absolutely. there's another one, Hashimoto's disease. And I have a friend that just been diagnosed with that. And I, you know, I've learned from being on this podcast, a lot of different things. And that's actually directly attributed to the unresolvement of a death
0: mm. early in your life mm. of a family member. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, How,
1: you know, wow. Yes.
0: Yeah. And there's probably other things also with Hashimoto's too, but, that, you know, that's an autoimmune issue, yeah. an autoimmune condition. And I work a lot with people with that. And interesting enough, a lot of people are sensitive to the medication they're taking. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Clear and then I have a way also, Rob. When after I find what you're sensitive to, to actually clear it and desensitize, it's a special technique that I do that I teach people how to do it at home that clears that reactivity to the medication or the supplement that they need that will help them. But inevitably, must and you know, the other condition that's so emotionally based is asthma. And even in children, you know, sometimes you think children are, you know, I had a, I'll tell you, I had a, a person just this week that came in and these people have been seeing me for years. I saw the mother when she was five. Now she has grand into her own children and the son developed asthma. And so we found different foods. We found pathogens. Sometimes there are Mold is a big one. There are, sometimes right. there are pathogens that you had when you were ten that you're still reacting to. Is really? that interesting? Yes, even COVID, long COVID. You're still reacting to that virus that you had. And I've had wow. such great results with long COVID for that reason. But listen to what it did we found emotions, and she said she and a father. So the father. When he doesn't listen to him, the father yells in a, in a voice that makes the boy frightened. Right. And guess that's what come up is his father. And that's something to clear. Isn't that interesting? You know, and, and I, it's so crazy. I knew as soon as they walked in, gut feeling, intuitive, I knew there was something going on with that father. Yeah. I just felt you know, it in family. It's so cra- it was crazy. I knew it. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I knew. I knew there was something there.
1: Yeah, people don't realize the damaging effects um, that yelling has yes. For on kids? you. Well, it, it, kids and adults as well, in that, you know, uh, I'm very sensitive to someone yell at me. And I was married and I had a wife that oh. used to yell at me. And it felt to me like, she was hitting me with a, a, a two by four. Yeah. It physically had an impact on me. Um, it's, you know, it goes into your, um, your nervous systems. It goes into your subconscious mind and it's not what it is, but I find it really interesting that, you know, you can look on the internet and see these videos of people that are so Incapable of having a conversation and communicating in a, a just, you know, <laughs> uh, kind way, and they yell and scream, yeah, and they throw tantrums, and it's, it's more and more and more and more, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, being locked up with the pandemic, and a lot of it has to do with, you know. Social media and what's expected and not expected, and the other thing has to do with there's not a lot of consequences anymore. Right? You know, you being in California, um, I just saw something, and there's not a lot of consequences. They've made it so that you can pretty much do anything, and if you get arrested, you're gonna <laughs> just be in a revolving door, and that's showing up. You know, they're they're in a civilized society. You have to have consequences, and all of this has significant impact.
0: Yeah, and, and I have found that you were talking what you eat, how you digest, yeah. doing meditation, exercise, keeping your body, doing what's important to keep your body healthy influences how you express yourself emotionally. So, when I see somebody who's obese or has her skin does not look well, and yeah. it's, you know it. It how could th- their whole body reflects that? It's not just that one area that's out of balance. There's other areas probably also. So that's why, in the midst of a stressful situation, when I remember when I was going through a divorce, the thing which was very hard for me, in some uh, emotionally. Keeping, taking my enzyme, exercising every day, meditating, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it w- really makes such a difference. It really Laughing, helps. laughing, laughing, laughing yeah. I me. love, I know, I had one interview, she said, what's your favorite thing? What's I said, being with my grandchildren, because they laugh all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Nothing That's like good. hanging out with kids. When they talked about how many times they laugh compared to how many times adults laugh in a month, there wasn't even a comparison how much they laugh in a day.
1: Laughing has been proven. Um, you know, I know that people that have um, cancer and, and right, other diseases, right. that the one thing they try to do is to get people to laugh At watch comedy, listen to comedy, laugh, laugh, laugh. It does something with our bodies. I'm not a doctor, but I know it does something. I try to laugh all the time. I'm always trying to laugh. I I find everything funny. And, and, you know, if you're around me, I mean, I'm silly and we're playful. And, and my group of friends is, we have fun. We laugh and laugh and laugh. We go to dinner and, and laugh and people are like, what's going on? What are they on? You know, we just enjoy life. And, it's important to laugh.
0: Right. You can't think those negative thoughts when you're laughing and when you're smiling. No. And when you yeah. step straight, you can't be negative when you step straight, too. You know, yeah. it's all, it, it, you know where your head is at is so important. And f- taking care of your physical body, which includes your mind and exercising your mind and doing things that help you. Relaxed, any of those, or letting go of those negative thoughts are so important for overall health. Really, you know, when when a person comes in to see me, I see them as completely hundred percent healthy, and that's where I come from. Because people come in and they're so caught up in their symptoms and their disease, and I was diagnosed with this, you know, and but you are well, and right. there are things that maybe we can do to make you feel that more often or all the time. And that's what I do. But I come from that point and, and being there and smiling because they're like my family, my people. That's why I still love doing it. These people have been with me for years sometimes and they're my family. I, I love them.
1: I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to ask you a question. Uh, I've been, I just started doing this um, with my friend Ellen. She was the first one I did it, but it's called the neon moment. Yeah, And so I want you to imagine behind you, it's going to cover up your beautiful view out there. But there's a neon sign behind you. And that neon sign describes in one word, Dr. Ellen Cutler. Like, what is the one word? If we're going to make a neon sign behind you and you're going to look at that sign and go, oh. That's Dr. Ellen. Just one word. One word. You get one word. What would that word be? Passion. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I can see it already. I can see it in <laughs> pink. I can see it like some, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's fun to think of just one word that describes who you are.
0: You know, it's interesting. What happened to me was tragic, but it's yeah. also a gift because I believe one of the most important things that people can do is to serve and give of yeah. yourself to someone else. Yeah. And that's, I think it's, the, you know, I, you know I, I work Monday through Thursday and I have Friday, Saturday off and I'm ready to come back on Monday because that feeds me. I love it. It's serving others. And when someone comes in and they, they have a miracle, I like to go, I like ring bells or <laughs> scream. I love, I jump up and down because I can, I'm, I'm just as happy as they are. You know, I feel that passion about serving others for sure.
1: I love it. Well, Dr. Ellen, you're an amazing woman and I'm so glad that you're a survivor and that you have th- thrived through what you have been through. It's, it, um... <clears throat> You know, I got a 23-year-old daughter and uh, yeah. um, I used to have um, uh, a company and it was called the Child Defense Project and we created a uh, training for kids to um, fight back so against
0: so someone
1: grabbing them. And the saddest part is that no one believed it would happen to their kid.
0: Yeah.
1: And so they, you know, they really weren't interested in that. So, um yeah, my, my heart goes out to you that that happened. And I can only imagine what that was like to go through. But I'm so glad that you had your passion. You're passionate enough to keep screaming and uh, be noticed and taken care of. And I'm so glad you're here. You're just a beautiful soul. I'm glad to have crossed your path. And thank you so much for joining me today.
0: And you're beautiful, too. Thank you so much. This was wonderful.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, if you would like to reach out to Dr. Cutler, you can reach her at DrEllenCutler.com. And thank you, everybody, for being here today and your support and taking time out of your busy and precious day to listen. I, I so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me, along with my very special guests, to touch your heart, move your soul, and inspire you to live a life of transformation. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time.
0: This is Life Transformation Radio. Download complete.